0: Right, so um I'll do and we'll get started because uh, obviously I don't wanna take I don't wanna take up too much of your time. So um hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of with Tommen. Um in today's episode I am joined by Eddie Scott. Um I'm looking on Polywork Um chief anxiety guru self-employed um, and the reason why I bring up anxiety is because that's what we're going to be talking about um she's had previous personal experience with anxiety I myself have anxiety as all most um, people do and so we're going to be talking about that talking about her anxiety toolkit so, yeah, we just have to get right into it. So if you'd like to um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um,
1: so I um, grew up in a evangelical right-wing fundamentalist Christian home. And uh, various things in my life be- besides the indoctrination really helped trigger my anxiety Um, and I also had a family history of it and I spent most of my life dealing with it in kindergarten and first grade. I was already coming home with massive headaches, um, almost every day from the tension and anxiety of it. Um, and finally around, um, the end of 2019, right when COVID started, I, everything kind of came to a head where I hit a point where i could not cope with the anxiety anymore i couldn't shove it down in myself any further and so i started seeking therapy uh, it, one of the challenges i found when i went to therapy is we would talk about all these great tools for using when i'm at home and i run into an ang- a situation that provokes a lot of anxiety but when i run into the would be at home i would inevitably forget that I even had tools or that I would learned anything to cope with it. Totally um, that right. I, and, um, you know, I go back to therapy, we would talk about it again and my therapist would be like, so what tools are in your toolbox that referring to it metaphorically. And finally last year I'd been asked that question, like one time too many. And I'm like, I want a tangible physical toolbox. And once I started creating it, all my friends were wanting one as well. So, That is how I kind of started making my anxiety toolbox.
0: Yeah. um, I know that with your first one, I think it was um, the counterbalance. And by the way, guys, um, I I will put all the relevant links to her website, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and everything, so you can find out about, her uh, toolkit and everything so all of the information will be down below um but touching on that um i myself went through um therapy um and along the way i picked for myself i started learning cbt um and other tools along the way to basically help myself um without needing to go to therapy um and i want to say that the thing with anxiety is is that you it's something that you have to really keep on top of and that can be really difficult especially if you really work or they worked initially, but they somehow have negated your how do I say um, ability to do work or or live your life. And so I think, obviously stemming from your personal struggles and creating this toolbox, it gives people a sort of this sounds a bit dramatic but it gives them a lifeline somewhere to go yeah um it, it... yeah on.
1: oh um, no i go
0: ahead uh um and so one of the things that sort of interested me is that, that you said it that you said in the message on polywork is um the abcs
1: yes um <laughs> go ahead it sounds
0: like you have a question about so, the ABCs. yeah so <laughs> what do so what do the ABCs is consist of
1: so a is um accept and acknowledge um part of my journey has been just acknowledging that the way my brain works and processes information i'm going to have to if i want to have a life that's not filtered out by anxiety all the fun things that i could do um that i need to acknowledge that i i need to you know, do different things to keep myself in a healthy mental state. Um, and when anxiety comes up for me, it's acknowledging, oh yeah, there's my old friend anxiety. It's back to tell me I'm, you know, something's going on that, it's, uh, that I'm nervous about. Um, and as I acknowledge it, I can start to let it, it starts to have less of an impact. Just because you're you're not shoving it down and pushing it away, you're actually saying, oh, yeah, you're here. You're a normal part of life. Um, and then the B is for breathing. Um, breathing exercises are a fabulous way to help regulate your nervous system and calm things down. Um, one of my favorites, I have often done it during networking calls, is uh, box breathing where you do four breaths in, rest for four, Four breaths out, hold it for four more breath uh, counts, and you just keep doing that cycle. Um, and it helps me be able to stay present when I would normally be very anxious and worrying about all the things I need to calculate to determine if I'm like socially appropriate. Um, and then C is coping. So it'd be like using things like calming music or activities or going someplace where it's very soothing. I like getting out in nature. That's one of the ways that I can really restore myself after an anxiety attack is to get out in nature. So that's the ABCs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it, with ABCs, although it's also although when, when you just literally when the ABCs. It all sounds like easy on paper, but and I suppose it is because I mean, I suppose I do it. I mean, I don't necessarily do it the, through the ABC. I do it through med- meditation, um, mm-hmm. uh, breathing, like breathing, like um, timing your breath, like obviously one, two, three, four, like I suppose I'd do that. I don't want to say I'll do that innately, but I do it through meditation because that's what I've I've come to learn. Um in terms of nature, like I'm sure that you live in live in an area where you where you don't have like traffic around or maybe you do, but I like to like myself go in nature. Like even if it's for walk five minutes that sort of thing um for me i go into a meditative state so i so so i zone out five minutes like control my breathing lower my heart rate and that sort of thing Mm um it's something that i find really beneficial to other people, they may have their other... They may have a different approach. And I like the fact that ABC is so simple. It ABC reminds me of... Um, or oh, what was it? It reminded me of that uh, Jackson song. Oh, um, yes. Like Jackson 5. ABC yeah.
1: 1, 2, 3. And <laughs> that's like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of, and It's like... That's right. That's when, uh, when you mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's wrong. And it's like, it's really, it's true because something so simple, like ABC, like your toolbox, which you have which you did say is recommended by a therapist or therapist recommended tools. So, you know, so in a way, you are. Simplify. You're simplifying tools so that other people are able to follow them. Yes, and it gives them a hope.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, when you mentioned meditation, I think that's a very important part for me. Um, that meditation practice where you notice yourself, you observe yourself being off not focusing on your breathing and you just gently bring yourself back to breathing. That was a big piece of what helped me learn to just acknowledge and accept that, oh, anxiety is cropping up. It's time to start doing breathing exercises or it's time to reach out to friends depending on how bad things get. Um, But that was a very big part of learning to, to do that acceptance piece was, was developing a meditation practice for me.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, within last, I'm trying to think, like, because I'm, I'm trying to relate, obviously, from my own experiences. I'm trying to like figure, like, have I at some point, unknowingly, done this without, re- done it, done this style of ABC without realizing it. Because I think, in my opinion, I think that's how sometimes happens. You do something Mm -hmm. without without knowing or realising it. And then when someone points it out to you, like, like, again, A, B, C, sometimes we'll always think about, hang on a minute. Is this what I've been doing all along, but there's never been a name associated with it? And for me, that's where meditation came in. Mm -hmm. And I've only been doing it for... Really, I thought. I think it was just after the whole pandemic started, right? Um, I heavily got into meditation, um, learning different techniques to add to my toolbox, along with CBT, DBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy. Um, and any other forms of therapies that are easily accessible. Um, and it's just curating little pockets of quick tools that you can access at any time of the day, um, whether it be meditation first thing in the morning, um, in the afternoon, um, talk therapy, um, just any kind of therapy that can really help you get out in nature, be by yourself, listen to your favorite song, or read a book, and just creating that setting, that boundary, mm-hmm. to where this is like uh, you have this little corner in your in your living room where it's just you. And it's cornered off and it's just your space to zone out right. and be able to focus on what's really important. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, and again, you know, I'm not, you know, it's like I'm very, I'm more, I'm more. What, what's the word, spiritual than religious. So for me, through meditation and all that, I've been able to find my spiritual side, uh, you know, it's uh, being been able to slow everything soul down, not be in the social of um, Or for me, like, also suffer from depression and that is so it's being able to slow down focus because i'm always all over the place you know you know mentally not not physically right like i'm always doing all these things and i never have time to slow down breathe because i sometimes forget to breathe like it's really important you know, could keep us keep us alive. So. I've
1: forgotten to breathe before, so yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. When yeah. I'm anxious enough, I I will often find myself holding my breath, like oh, I forgot to breathe.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, but I uh, so in order so in order for me to tap in to like say to myself, right, do you need to stop? You need to put whatever it is you're doing down. You need to focus. So, for me, I put on, I listen, I listen, I'll listen, either listen to the radio or put on a podcast or I'll put some ASMR on, on in the background um, and I will just, like, open up, relax, get into it, like, Meditate a medita- medita- meditative state, and I'll just like drift off, like close my eyes, and I'll just like do one, two, three, four. <laughs> so, breathe in, count, release, breathe in, count, release, and I will do that until I have gone to a state of calmness, and then I will move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is to like just take that break.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: And you know, just meditate. Like, you don't have to meditate. If you don't meditate, that's fine. But there's other things that you can use. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that, and I like the fact, that you have this toolkit that anyone can use. And it's accessible because a lot of these things, you know, a lot of these services, especially here here in the UK, they're they're not always available.
1: Yeah.
0: And sometimes selfists aren't always available. I'm I'm always the same where you live, but I think it's really important that we have these other options available the they're not they're not a replacement for going to see an actual therapist no but it's an intermediary it's a, it's a between stages like whilst mm-hmm. you're going to therapy you can also access like a, a, like your toolbox or any other forms of of like therapy for yourself in the meantime
1: absolutely um I know for me one of the things that was really frustrating is a lot of the books on anxiety because there's not something uh, until i created this there wasn't really something that was really condensed so you would get a book that was like two inches thick and it's got all the psychology behind the tools it's got case studies and that's wonderful when you're learning about it but when you're in the middle of a crisis it's hard to flip through all those pages to find here's the steps one two three how to do it, the use the tool and with the toolbox that's what i've really narrowed it down to is just what you need to do to get through the anxiety
0: it's uh, <laughs> it's funny it's funny that you said that about the the book because um I like to, you know, um, I like to read books. I you know, I mean, I have this sexist, so it like takes me a long, takes me a lot longer to read a book, right? But, but I do. I mean, but I like what you just said there because, and yeah, absolutely. Like I'm like include case studies, please. In, uh, like I do realize that they have a point. And they have a purpose. They Great. do, fabulous. But again, to reiterate what you said, they don't actually fix the problem that you're going through at that moment. So let's say I'm going through a depression. I'm going through a depression state, and I'm reading a book. I don't want a boatload of information for the facts and whatever, because that's not actually giving me what I need. I'm not right. being given tools or steps to maybe um, figure out what I need to do to make my mood less invasive mm-hmm. or less intrusive on my mind, and not and you know. So, therefore, I can actually get myself better. Whereas these books, again, I'm not like, these books have a purpose, but I feel that they use too much of a scientific jargon. Yeah. When when in all reality, right, if you give people a few simple steps that they can easily do without it having to cost, like, a lot of money without having having people access a service that is really hard to get into and it's not and i'm not even saying it has to be manual like it could be a self-care tip like make sure you do this make sure you do that or give them a list of five things that they can interchange to fit what they need and they don't do that. Yeah. Or if they do do that, it's like they have like two, like they'll have 199 pages full of like case studies, facts, <laughs> and figures. Exactly. Then, uh, yeah, and then on the, on the last page, <laughs> there are some more links or whatever. And then they'll have a small paragraph that's like, here are these steps.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm what like, I finding.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, hang on a minute. Why <laughs> can't you have that lengthened and then have the case studies in the final page to back it up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the case studies and, and the science are fascinating, but it doesn't help me when I'm yeah. panicking. No, it
0: doesn't. No, it doesn't. And you know, it's like it's like yeah, that just made me laugh because you know, I'm sure these people are, you know, that these people these people clearly know what they're talking about because they're in the field. Um but they look but they're looking at it from the science background when their books are being read by normal people who are not even in their field. And it's Mm -hmm. like, excuse me, and it's like, we're not saying that we don't want answers to everything. That's That's not why we read the books. We read the book because we want to understand what's happening, what's going on, what can we do ourselves to mitigate the severity of the depression, the anxiety, and what can we do by ourselves to have less stress in our lives, uh, to to be fo- more focused, to be able to live a life without being um, constrained to anxiety. Right, and that's I- what we really want, you know, but. I mean, I mean, that's just my take on it, personally.
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting Um, journey as I've learned to um, use the tools and putting the toolbox together so I actually have something to turn to. um, I am finding I'm staying more ahead of the anxiety, so I'm, like, recognizing and acknowledging when a situation might cause anxiety and starting the response process before it even starts to emotionally rise up all the way uh, I did this recently when I got laid off of a job I'm like text during the meeting I'm texting my friends going this is what happened this could be very stressful and and create a lot of anxiety for me I just need you to know that I'm going through this and it kind of headed a lot of that off and I've learned that I can actually be happy and go through events that are very stressful and would in the past have crippled me with anxiety.
0: Yeah, I can um I can very much um relate. Um <clears throat> no, um the yeah, I mean the anxiety i mean i also have so i have social anxiety and i have generalized anxiety um me the way i deal with it i mean i do go out and socialize with with friends um obviously you know um um, we all do i mean we all have lives you know we all all we all want to you know be social and keep up with friends uh, so I do that. Um, however, because I am was because I am like um, a homebody, I prefer to stay in. Um, that's just I, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I go out and my anxiety is up, I do the breathing technique or or my version that benefits me more. Um, and I like to. I have a gauge. Like when you sit in the car and you've got the fuel gauge. When it reaches half, it mustn't half a fuel ga- fuel tank. That's how much I, fuel I have to spend with people because mm-hmm. I wanna, you know, I, I'd rather be home. So I do that. I, I have an anxiety scale up. I do my, I go outside, have a breather, I do my technique for five minutes and I come back in. When I come back home, it takes me probably a week to two weeks to fully recharge that battery. And that's how I like an anxiety to be. It's a battery. Every so often you will need recharging.
1: Definitely.
0: And it sounds like from what, and it sounds like from what you're saying is do you learn away through trial and error the if I preemptively charge my battery ahead of time I will I will I will be able to go through that without having... side effects right
1: pretty much i what i used to do is i would feel the anxiety you know the the situation would come and i know it's something that's going to stress me out and i would just like ignore it and like bury my head in the sand kind of like an ostrich and pretend like it didn't exist it didn't happen and i would ignore it for however long before i got the courage to actually face the situation And I usually found by doing that, I always ended up making the situation way worse than it would have been if I would have reached out and spoken up and said, hey, I have this I'm trying to figure out. Is there anyone that can help me? Uh, I'm not having to face this all alone anymore. Uh, It's become something that my friends can actually help me with. So, um, yeah, it's. I, I do keep an eye out for what could cause problems and try to preemptively deal with it ahead of time and give myself that support. Yeah. that
0: <clears throat> Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this may just in me because I know what I'm like. Um, I, tend, I tend to, let's say, for example, you know, i'm busy doing something um i'm like i say. i'm always on the go like i can like, like i'm always doing multiple things at once like i can never focus on one thing it has to be like two like t- a couple of other things on top for me to like be focused um um i want to put it out here that i'm not diagnosing myself i show symptoms of adhd Although I'm again, I'm going to reiterate. I'm not di- say, I'm not diagnosing or self-diagnosing myself. That's just what I've come to learn. Um, but anyway, um, I tend to become tunnel vision and something green in that like I tend to forget the proofreads. And so, for me, I have to put like, I have to set a timer will not set a timer but i have to like really acknowledge the fact that right i ignored the most important thing which is self-care i need to do what's best for me mm-hmm. and it's something that i struggle with because you know again like i said i'm so television in what i'm doing that like, i forget and i regress on my self-care, self you know, self-love, you know, um giving back what your body needs. Um and so this all revolved around me doing meditation. It's a way of me giving my body what I need, rejuvenating my energy, mm-hmm. giving me back my um Space, allowing my allowing me to lower my heart rate, make sure my health is good, because a lot of the times, and again, this might just be me, because I can only use myself as, um, as an example. Whenever I go to town, um, or where, or wherever it is, I get slight tremors of like my heart rate increasing Mm -hmm. and so and it gets more and more increased as i get into town or wherever the location may be and i have to sort of and i've done this in the past and probably a bad thing but i've done the exact opposite of what we're speaking about in and i've just Put a mask on it. Mhm. It's, so it's almost hard. like yeah, it's almost like a blunt force trauma. Like i in my head, I in my head is like, right. If I just go in, if I just crash in to it, do what I need to do, and get out as quick as I could, everything will be fine. Actually, that's not the case.
1: <laughs> no, it's not.
0: <laughs> because then because then it does the exact exact opposite and you'll be a lot worse for it. And so I've mm-hmm. had to learn the hard way. Like, oh if I put off oh, oh if I fake it to make it, it'll be fine. No, it's not. Mm-mm. No, I
1: yeah, I have tried for years to pretend like I'm not anxious, and try to stuff it down and hide it. And all it did was make things worse. And I would get stuck in really awful negative self talk loops. And I could relive, you know, scenes, social interactions I've had from like years and years ago, and like, totally berate myself and put myself back into that anxious state from that event, just by getting stuck in those loops. And I'm finding now as I actually deal with it and prepare for it and like look for what might actually be something I need to deal with, I can plan ahead a little bit better and it's not as overwhelming and I don't get quite as drained out.
0: yeah um yeah um that's what i've that's what I'm slowly learning to do my learning to do for myself because um it because like I, like i said i'm I'm a massive introvert so you know i like to i like to conserve my energy mm-hmm. for social events so you know, so when that when I do go out, so I I'm venturing out again this weekend to meet all my mates. Um, so what I'm so what I'm doing is from now until then, I'm conserving my energy. Um, so that I'm able to spend three, four, maybe five hours with them um, instead of doing what I used to do, I used to go out for like an, go out for friends, like maybe they could be out for like three hours I'd maybe stay out for probably an hour two hours at max, and then I would bounce, because back then prior to me doing all of what I'm doing, I didn't have tools Right. I didn't know how to deal with it, so my so my way was to like, right, that's it. My time's up. I'm off. <laughs> I'm back to my yeah. I'm back to my safe haven, mm-hmm. which is my house, which is where I'm, more, where I'm more comfortable. And right, it's like yes, I'm home. Thank God. And it's like, and then I'm. To roll back, since I've been doing meditation around this, I've actually come to realise that if o- if only I had techniques to uh, breathe in or whatever it is and create a space for myself to where uh, I feel comfortable. And these means I can I'm totally comfortable around them. Like, mm-hmm. they, know I have, they know I have anxiety and all of that, and they do too, so we're all comfortable. But it's being comfortable with yourself, knowing that if I have tools that I can, you know, use, where they're not imp- impeding on my, whether it's your me time or a day out with your friends, because if you do what i did where you just say bounce you're actually giving that anxiety like a big thumbs up you're actually giving it power Mm -hmm. because it's like with depression like if you don't put steps in foot steps in place and you don't have techniques and you just leave the room or whatever you're giving it power so I have to so I have to work on that and I'm not I am not afraid to say to say that I need uh, there are things that I need to work on you know and it's I, I would rather have access to the to tools that will benefit me benefit my situation in order to give me and uh, this may sound a bit extreme and a bit like cliché but tools like these give people their lives back.
1: They definitely do.
0: Yeah and as and as again as um extreme like may sound which it is, but it's it actually is in fact true that for a lot of people who maybe have bound because of their anxiety, um, and I am, you know, I'm like like some massive introvert. Like I'd rather just stay in, um, you know, I'd rather like stay in, um, and enjoy my own company, um, and so on, rather than. Be out there, or amongst the the loud people. Um, but in actual reality, in actual reality, that's actually doing harm because you're reducing everyone else to the not important state because you're, because you know you're too you're. Too, You have a right to feel scared about your anxiety because it can control your life. And it's about finding a balance. Like I, uh, you know, with anything, it's it's about finding balance between I have anxiety, but I also have tools that will enable me to live out my life the way I want to and not be constrained by the four walls about
1: you, right? Yeah. I, I also am an introvert and definitely can be very happy just by myself, but I'm also finding that when I use my tools and it allows me to get out and be more social and connect on a deep and in, intimate level with people and actually let them see who I am on the inside, I am actually learning who I am as well at the same time. Because um, I've I've been, it's like partially in some ways, it's like the anxiety makes you almost afraid of who you are if you weren't like controlling every little aspect of your persona and your life and your day. Um, so yeah, it I've definitely gotten more in contact with myself by being able to reach out to others more.
0: Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, I like I like it to. Um, or oh, what was it? A puppet master controlling controlling the strings, like the of the anxiety and its tendrils controlling you, controlling every movement. Mm-hmm. You're now able to. You're now able to control them, no. and they're still gonna have and you know you're able to you know move on like live your life the way you want they're still gonna have a hold on you like i mean that's just how it is it's the same with the person is still gonna have a hold on you but you're now but you'll now be at a point to where you are in control
1: exactly i have more control you're, now you're, than before
0: yeah and it's like it when you when you said that, um a light bulb went off in my head like like something of more like see me and you have the same kind of thinking because that's how now then the, the now version of me is definitely i have my good days i have my, I have my bad days um, but i'm more in control of there are things that i'm a good i'm more in control of than I, I initially thought um there are definitely things again like anyone um, I have had really really bad days where everything seems to go wrong mm-hmm. um you know um it's like the end of the, it's like end of the world is crapping that type of dramatic. yeah um um but i am i am more in control of um especially with my anxiety um i have been venturing out more um and if anyone is wondering um where they could uh find out more information about ellie's toolbox again as i said in the in the beginning i'll put put her information down below um i highly suggest you take a look at it um maybe even try it for yourself um because it's really beneficial um to have this in the background like you know save it like if, when you type it in in your browser um if it's not something for you right right this minute just click the bookmark and save it right because it's really it's a to help talk it. you know it's anytime you need it um even if you even if you think and I use, that word, I use that word very heavily. You may think you're on top of it, right? But in reality, you're not. And sometimes you need to dip your toe back in. And so it's really important to have access to, it. like, you know, you don't necessarily have to choose any toolkit, right? The, you know, but is something to take into consideration. Um you can read um how can I say this without being a be without offending I'm gonna say no. Um the the problem with self help books has a big issue is that a lot of them don't again like we were saying with um books in general um they don't really offer solutions a lot of the times uh, so it's really important to find other resources that are beneficial and I'll put some useful links below as well um but it's about going back to anxiety I have i now have control over the anxiety um again i'm still like a massive introvert I'll always, i I'll always will be like I'll, I'll always prefer my own company that's just how i am um in my that's how i am in my dna i prefer to be you know away uh tucked in like a cave um but, I'm in more control, uh, but i am in more Where i am in more control than i ever was Mm -hmm. um regards to other areas um i was still working on that but that can be like a, a, a separate uh conversation um but in terms of i also know that am i right in saying that in 2020 you launched counterbalance counterbalance your, your first toolkit.
1: Yeah, I developed the toolkit um, last year, actually. I started oh, learning okay. the, I, I started, I finally had to actually get serious and deal with my anxiety in 2020. Um so it, it, it got, yeah, i gotten to the point where I not only was it anxious, but I switched over to the flip side of anxiety, which is the depression side, and had actually gotten very suicidal. Um, and so I decided I actually really did want to live and started getting serious about changing my life and figuring out how to, yeah, I can't control yeah. what comes into my life, but I can, I can definitely control. control how I respond to it. And the tools definitely give me that ability to choose how I'm going to react when a situation comes up.
0: Yeah, I can very much, um, I can very much um, <clears throat> agree on that. Um, especially, I can very much relate to um, the suicidal thing as well, uh, the suicidal ideation. And the the and the um, harmful um, effects I can have so mm-hmm. I can very much relate and um, I've been there a few times I've not had my ups and downs with that so I can only imagine uh, the devastation it could cause. Um, but yeah I think it's I think it's really I think it's really great that you found that you've been able to find a, a way of basically taking your power back.
1: Absolutely.
0: And, yeah. and, you know, being able to whilst in your personal struggles, you've been able to fi- being able to find a way of giving back to people in a similar situation mm-hmm. where they have, they have a place to go and, um, which I think in more reason one is more helpful, you know, than what a book can give you. I mean, yes, a book can give you a lot of information, like we've yeah. like we yeah, spoken about, but really key actionable actions are what we really wanting, and that's what your toolkit gives. Yeah. Um and I think Going forward, I think a lot of people, and hopefully, we, during this interview, I hope that a lot that some of my followers will, you know, take a look because I think, uh, alongside this, I also run a mental health page, and a group, and I think that I will most certainly, uh, put some of your information in my group for my uh, members to take a look at because a lot of them struggle with anxiety, depression and so on. So I think it could mm-hmm. be very helpful for them. Um, But is there anything else that you would like to add before um, we sign off?
1: Yeah, the, I, I'd also just like to point out that even if, you, if somebody doesn't have anxiety, you probably have someone in your life who does. And I know I've got friends who, when I would be anxious, would feel so helpless because they didn't know how to help me. And that's the other reason I put the toolbox together is so that people can help their friends and loved ones with their anxiety and feel like they're actually doing something helpful rather than making it worse or not affecting it at all. Um, So it's good for both helping others and helping yourself.
0: Yeah, I couldn't have said it better to better, better myself. Um, so, yeah. um, This may sound annoying, but I just want to reiterate again that all of, all of Ellie's information will be down below, including her Facebook, her Instagram, TikTok, as well as her website. I've, and I'll put some resources in there as well to other um services uh that may be of interest um also this is not i'm not sponsored or anything by them but if you're looking to collaborate and launch a podcast or whatever then do go to polywork.com this is where me and ellie um started messaging um Mm -hmm. collaborating um, it's a good it's a good mm-hmm. website to collaborate with other people in any field. Um, so I'd highly suggest you check it out. Um, Ellie, I want to say thank you for coming on. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Torin. I've really enjoyed chatting with you today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so. Yeah, I think, um, as I said, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. So, you know, I think this is a good time to end it. Um, And, yeah, I hope you have a lovely day. Um, Again, thank you for coming on. And I hope to um, keep, keep in touch.
1: I'd love that. Yes, that'd be great. Thank you.
0: Great. Well, thank you, and um, have a great day. And, um, yeah, again, just thank you for being a guest.
1: Yes, thank you. Bye.
0: Bye.